And a warning for you now, some disturbing video we're going to show you in the latest update of the Israel-Hamas war. These are some of the victims after a deadly 24 hours in central Gaza. The Hamas-run health ministry says at least 250 people were killed from Israeli strikes. 70 of the victims were at the Al-Maghazi refugee camp Sunday. Israel Defense Forces told CNN, quote, in response to Hamas's barbaric attacks, the IDF is operating to dismantle Hamas military and administrative capabilities. Also today, Israel's, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was in Gaza, his second trip to the battlefield, vowing to continue the, quote, long fight a day after promising to intensify the campaign against Hamas. The IDF says since Friday, at least 15 of its soldiers have been killed in Gaza. CNN senior international correspondent Will Ripley is in Tel Aviv. Uh, Will, tell us more about what the prime minister said to troops today during that visit to Gaza. Well, he's certainly there to send them encouragement to say that their their sacrifice. This was one of the deadliest weekends in this 80 day war for the Israeli military, just like it was one of the deadliest 24 hour periods uh, in Gaza. Uh, since this war began back on October 7th, 80 days and you have more than 20,600 people who have been killed on the uh, Palestinian side, along with more than 53,000 injuries. And even though Israel's death toll is is much lower, they do say that they are adhering, Jessica, to international law, that they are not indiscriminately targeting civilians, but they're going after specific military targets based on intelligence. They say they're targeting changes as different intelligence comes in. And they say the fact that Hamas is choosing to position itself in areas densely packed with civilians who are sheltering, civilians who are displaced, that that makes Hamas just as culpable for this skyrocketing death toll. This is the Israeli argument, as it does Israel itself. So despite that we had this UN resolution last week uh, that, of course, had, was quite watered down from the original draft that the United States uh, vetoed, and then there were several delays as they were rewriting it, Israel says they're not going to stop uh, until they obtain their objective, which is to eliminate the leadership of Hamas, and they have not been able to do that yet. Netanyahu uh, in northern Gaza, where they have essentially obtained operational control, meeting with the troops and saying that this war will continue. President Biden in a phone call with the prime minister of Israel, encouraging uh, a more slower, uh, more focused, streamlined technique, uh, not such a such a large scale casualty type of situation. President Biden speaking with uh, Democratic donors did uh, on one instance use the word indiscriminate bombing, which would be a violation of international law, but then the Israelis really said that that one reference from the U.S. president is not reflective of their reality on the ground. And so the fighting absolutely continues, and you have a Christmas day where we have now just had some of the deadliest incidents since this war began 80 days ago. Mm. And, Will, before we let you go, the IDF has also revealed these new details about the Hamas tunnel network that they've been trying to destroy and, and penetrate there. What can you tell us about that? So this is a network of tunnels uh, underneath Gaza. Hamas has, has publicly stated in the past that they've built hundreds of miles of tunnels under Gaza, although the exact number uh, you know, of the tunnels is unknown and, and impossible to independently verify. But what Israel says they discovered and uncovered uh, is a very elaborate tunnel system, uh, very high tech, with um, capability to house 
weapons uh, facilities, uh, bunkers, uh, command headquarters, even uh, living quarters, apartments for the Hamas senior leadership. And they also say that they recovered the bodies of five Israeli hostages, three of them soldiers, two of them civilians. And once those five bodies were recovered and repatriated back here to Israel, that underground tunnel complex that was housing the Hamas leadership and a lot of the leadership operations was destroyed. Of course, the leadership has since moved on to another location, Jessica, Israel trying to track them down. But this is a fight that experts say is likely to continue for many, many months to come because Hamas is actually getting more resources funneled in from their supporters, amongst whom they've actually gained credibility since October 7th for keeping this fight going. Uh, and so they're going to get more money. They're going to get more weapons. And Israel says they're going to have to keep fighting. Mm. Well, Ripley Forrest tonight in Tel Aviv. Thanks so much for that reporting. Well, we appreciate it. And joining us now to talk a little bit more about this is retired Army Brigadier General Mark Kimmett. Uh, thanks so much for being here on this Christmas Day. We really do appreciate it. I want to start first with, with some of Will's reporting there. We know that Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has said that Israeli forces are intensifying, that's his word, operations inside the Gaza Strip. What do you think an intensification looks like at this point? Well, I think it means probably putting more ground troops in to finish up the fight inside of Gaza, more ground troops to finish the fight on units. I think it also means that they may step up the amount of air attacks that are going into both of those cities, uh, because uh, I think that they recognize that international criticism cannot continue at this level. So the sooner they mop this up, sooner they clean this up, uh, the better. And candidly, that saves lives by speeding it up, uh, simply because you won't be fighting as many days when you hear casually tolls of 250 plus. Mm. And his statement, Benjamin Netanyahu's statement, is coming after the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, said last week that this conflict, quote, needs to move to a lower intensity phase. So obviously opposite there. Y you mentioned international support and outside support for Israel. What do you anticipate the U.S. support for Israel is going to look like as we continue moving forward? Well, look, these types of operations consume a significant amount of ammunition, significant amount of bombs, significant amount of artillery rounds. I think we will continue to provide those assets, which, oh, by the way, we are also and need to continue to provide Ukraine. I certainly hope that part of those ammunition packages include precision-guided weapons so that the Israelis can be more precise in their attacks. Mm -hmm. And let's talk more about the, the tunnels that Will also kind of walked us through there in his reporting before we came to you. There's, the IDF has this new disclosure about uh, what the tunnel network looks like in Gaza, kind of where uh, they have been able to go. And they also uh, reported the bodies that they found of the five Israeli hostages that had been recovered. What are you taking away from this information about these tunnels and what the IDF is finding there? Well, what it indicates to me is that for many, many years, money that has been provided by the United Nations has been siphoned off to buy the concrete, to buy the sand, uh, to buy the material that is necessary to build these 300 miles of tunnels that had no other purpose than to fight wars. So I think it's not only a criticism of the barbarity of Hamas, but it's an implicit criticism of the UN accounting for the money that they've been providing over the years. Because you're you're saying that you that, that that has that's where some of it has gone. I don't know how else these tunnels could have appeared 
without the funding necessary, and there's no other real source of funding inside of uh, Gaza except the money provided by the UN and some money that's been provided by Qatar. And just quickly, lastly, before I let you go, you know, they talked about the five bodies of the hostages that were found there. We're now closing in on three months uh, in this conflict, and um, there are still dozens, over 100 hostages that remain in Gaza. That Where do you see this going? Does that rely solely on a diplomatic solution, or is there any sort of military intervention that you see coming down the road at all? I would be very surprised if even the, the highest end military soldiers inside the special operations community of Israel would be capable of bringing back even a percentage of the hostages. So it will depend on diplomacy. But nonetheless, one of the messages that Prime Minister Netanyahu gave to his troops on the ground is keep fighting. The soldiers need to focus on fighting because they can't depend on diplomacy to fix this. And so they're going to keep fighting until this war is over. That seems to be certain. All right. Brigadier General Mark Kemet, thanks so much again. We appreciate it. And Merry Christmas to you. And to you as well.